Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 42, 42, which we are recording on Friday, August 9th. I can't believe it's already August. August. Almost I'm, middle of August. I know already. <laughs> I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. What are you wearing? I am wearing an oldie but goodie that I have talked about many times before. It is called the February Lady Sweater by Pamela Wynn. And because I've worn it because I wear it a lot and I've talked about it before, I probably don't need to say too much about it other than the fact that there are 12,000 plus projects listed for 12, this 000? sweater on Ravelry. Woo-hoo. Yes, 12,000. Wow. I believe it is one of the project, one of the patterns with most projects on Ravelry. On Ravelry. I can't. I can't confirm that, but I believe it is one of the top sweaters, one of the top patterns, actually, that is so I should cool. say. And it is also one of the most often spotted sweaters in the wild that, in the wild yeah. that I see. And I know you and I have spotted them together a couple times yep. at knitting events, especially at Stitches. We saw many of them walking around the show floor. But it's an old, like I said, an oldie but a goodie. I wear it a lot, and I really am to the point where I should probably make a replacement sweater because <laughs> she's looking down at I'm hers and at analyzing it. it. <laughs> mostly I should make a replacement sweater because I don't particularly care for this color anymore. I made it, well, I got the yarn when I first started knitting and I was knitting a lot of blues because I thought it was kind of a neutral color and I wanted sweaters that I could wear with everything and then once you have a lot of sweaters you think less about the possibility <laughs> of the potential of what having to wear them with everything you start thinking about specifics so I'm to that point now where I have enough sweaters and I should make another one but yeah it's a really pale blue it's almost like a baby blue which looks pretty on you yeah, but it's not yeah. the color I ever would have said oh that's something that Charlene would knit it, it's not a color I would purchase today yeah but so it does that's how old you. the yarn is that because this is one of those sweaters that or one of those yarns that has this is the second sweater this yarn has been so yeah you repurposed it once already <laughs> yes. correct yeah that's yes. what i thought and how about you gail what are you wearing i am wearing my summer dawn cardigan which is by andrea black and this has become my favorite sweater <laughs> because of our climate in santa cruz we tend to wear cardigans a lot especially in the summertime because it's foggy so you end up putting your sweater on taking it off putting it on taking it off wearing layers and this one just is fabulous i can button it at the top i can button it in the middle i can button it all the way and i knit it with tosh merino light which is a fingering weight yarn so it's not that heavy it's very light and delightful so fabulous sweater i highly recommend it and coincidentally Andrea has a new design that's currently being test knit called Gemma. Really cute. It's a pullover that is also knit in fingering weight yarn. It has short sleeves and it has an interesting lace overlay at the top, like from the oh, I remember upper bust showing me that. to the over yeah. your shoulders and to your upper back. And like I said, that's in the test knit phase right now. I was going to test knit it, but didn't really have anything in stash that was speaking to me. So... I asked Andrea if I could mention it on the podcast, and she said yes. (laughs) If you're interested in checking it out, she already has her project page on Ravelry, and you can go look at it there. It's super cute. Well, that's kind of something you're stalking then. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. 
It's a definite potential. To break into the stocking segment. Are yeah. you stocking anything else? You always go first. We can't break oh. that. So what are you stocking? Okay, what am I stocking? Right now, I am stocking projects for single-ply fingering, which okay. as... Since I finished my boxy sweater, which I will talk about in a little bit, I've just decided I absolutely love the single ply fingering yarn because the fabric just feels so yummy so and soft. so soft and so wonderful. And it is the same yarn that I made my Laika out of a year ago. I think it was a year ago. I think I made it last August. Yeah, sounds right. And I have actually worn that sweater quite a bit. And initially, when I made my Laika, I was hesitant to use the single-ply yarn for a couple of reasons. I was worried that, number one, it would not be stretchy enough mm -hmm. for that type of sweater. And number two, I was worried that it would pill too much for a sweater that I hoped to become a frequent, frequently worn sweater. Neither of those things proved to be true. I, I, at the time when I was considering the yarn, I wrote to other people that had made the same sweater and the same yarn, and I said, hey, how did it wear? How happy are you with it several months later? And everybody was very happy to share their information, and they said that no problems with the yarn, they loved it, and the same has proved true for me. It, worked out fine. The stretch wasn't an issue. In fact, it's actually held its shape really well. So I guess it worked the opposite way for me. It worked really well because it's held its shape really well, despite the fact that I wear it all different ways. Sometimes I button it in the middle. Sometimes I button it on the top or the bottom. Right. And, and then, it's a fitted sweater. So and you it's would a fitted sweater. If right. anything was going to stretch, right. that type exactly. of sweater would stretch. Exactly. And the waistband or the button bands have not stretched like I thought they, they would. Might. Yeah. And then the other thing I was worried about the pilling hasn't really followed, it hasn't pilled that much. I'm really surprised. Single ply yarn, I would have expected to pill a lot more. And it really hasn't. In fact, I haven't done any pill removal on it and it might be that because that particular sweater is knit in a lacy pattern maybe it shows less I don't know I'll I don't to... think so because my summer dawn and my boxy are both also single ply, single ply mm -hmm. fingering white yarn mm -hmm. same thing no pilling yeah. no stretching and the fabric is just amazing I yeah. love how it feels against your skin too. and it just glistens because it's single ply so mm -hmm. it takes the dye yeah. deeply and saturates it and then it, it has a slightly almost sheen to it yeah. because of the single ply yarn and I just love I've been wearing my boxy <laughs> so often and so those of you who follow me on Instagram and we also mentioned it in our Ravelry group might know that Gail and I had the pleasure of meeting with Western Sky Knits Kim, Hi, Kim. <laughs> last weekend when she was visiting here, visiting her family, and she had two of her boys here, and she was having a little beach vacation. And we met with her, and I had had her dye me three skeins of her single-ply fingering in the Dianthe colorway, and then I ended up picking up three more skeins in the vivid color way because I couldn't resist those. I I did put a picture of the yarns from our wonderful lunch 
on Instagram, so you can look for them there. Charlene and, almost, and I almost had to cat fight over there. <laughs> <laughs> and I did put pictures of those colorways in my stash area as well, so you can see them there. But they're both bright. One's a, a dark pink, and one is a purple... I don't know. How would you purple with pink? It has some pink in it. Highlights. It yeah. has little bits of the violently violet color. Right. Of her That's neon right. The blue, the blue or violet. Yeah. Is it's in just, the vivid. The vivid oh. has, even though I would call it tonal rather than variegated, mm-hmm. it does have different colors it in it. It's stunning. It does. Absolutely More so stunning. than the Dianthe. The Dianthe is a truly tonal yarn. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the vivid has just areas of other colors in it and like gail says it's got that violently violet blue purple in it and you know how much i love my violently violet so (laughs) it's really really beautiful both of the colorways are incredible yeah they are so since i have those in stash now i have been looking for more projects two of them that i have been looking at though haven't necessarily selected one yet are also projects by Hohi. One of them is her new buttony and boxy sweater, which is similar to the boxy with the addition of some different, it's got a front panel that looks like it's ribbing it is, and yeah. it's got um, a button, 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 placket a, or button placket, band. Button it's like a band. faux button band. Yeah. Right. Down the arm, which I'm not too sure about that because I'm worried that I would always be catching my bags on the buttons that may not be too functional for me but i still love the silhouette of the sweater and then the second one is called window to my soul which has a skirt a full skirt on the bottom of the sweater short sleeved sweater but another one that i really like and just not sure which one it's going to be yet i'm i haven't been i haven't worn my boxy too much yet but I have a feeling that I'm going to. So we'll see. Yeah, I literally, <laughs> if I'm cold at home when I'm working, that's, that's the, the first thing I put on. on. It's yeah. awesome. It's just so soft on your skin. Yeah. I and really like it. There have been some beautiful window to my soul FOs in yeah. our group. Um, Jen, who is Knitwise Pearlwise, <gasps> super pretty one. Yes. And Calf Taunt, if I'm saying that right. I don't know your real name. I don't think you have it listed in Ravelry. Cafe. But she. Taunted? It's, I uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it's yeah. pronounced in a specific language. Yeah. However, she recently finished one that I think was long-sleeved, and it is so pretty on her. So there are a couple <laughs> that just really make me want to queue it up really yeah. quickly or move it up in my queue. I think it's yeah. already in my queue. Yeah. Both beautiful sweaters. So that's all I have been stocking. How about you? You said you were also stocking single-ply projects? Um, Kind of. I'd say that the genre, I'll call it a genre, that I'm actually stalking right now is tunics because I keep thinking to myself, oh my gosh, fall is right around the corner because it's Mm -hmm. been chilly here. And that's what I wear. I wear tunics and leggings. And I've been, okay, I think it's Nutmeg Knits, who is Meg, has coined a new phrase, analysis (laughs) paralysis. So I haven't been able to cast on because I've been considering each and every possible tunic and yarn variation and which would I wear more and blah, blah, blah. And the first one I'm going to cast on when I can is an iron. It's the one I've been talking about stocking the last couple episodes, right? right? That's by Louise O'Neill. I already have it swatched. I have the yarn, the pattern, and the needles in a project bag ready to go. I would have cast on except for this test knit we're doing, which we'll talk about later. 
I've been kind of in cast on limbo. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't wanted to cast on a sweater because I know I'm going to be knitting this test sweater. So I've been casting on little things, mm-hmm. but that's going to be cast on first. Now the other two, I'm trying to decide which one to knit. 5200K, which you may remember I knit, was it just last summer? Last summer so. for our fingering weight knit along. Oh, yeah. It's a great tunic. I hadn't worn it very much yet, but I put it on the other day and it just fits perfectly. It looks it really does. good it on. It looks good on you. That's why I was surprised when you said you hadn't worn it much. Yeah, I just, I think I still have this thing in my head that, oh, I can't wear anything that I knit, spent that much time knitting and <laughs> that much money on the yarn because what if I spill it's on it? It's fragile. Exactly. I'm getting over that. <laughs> yeah. Finally. So... I can see myself this winter definitely wearing my hand knits a lot more, including tunics. So it's either going to be 5200K, but I've already knit it, so shouldn't I knit something different? And Yelena, why Malcolm, just put her FO picture of obsidian in our thread. And oh, oh yes. my gosh. Charlene and I have both talked about obsidian, which is by Lisa, Lisa Mudge, who we've been talking about a lot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. She, It's a beautiful... It's not garter stitch, I don't think. I think it's a slip stitch technique. Descri- is That's how she describes it on her pattern page. Oh, okay. But the swatch, I think, is done in garter. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, don't have, I haven't purchased the pattern yet. But it has a beautiful cowl to it that some people wear off the shoulder or you can wear as a real cowl. And Charlene and I have both tossed the idea around <laughs> of, would it really look good on us? And would we really wear it that way? And would we knit it and it would just be in the closet and not get worn? And yeah. I see it as being almost too close fitting for me to really be comfortable in it. Hmm. Whereas 5200K is not clingy. Well, but if it's garter stitch, it's not going to cling. See, and that's what I keep saying to myself. So thus, those are the two things that I'm really going back and forth on. And I have enough yarn in a particular base that I've had in my stash for too long that needs to be knit up. And it's a light gray with pops of really bright color in it. It's is called it, confetti. Is that a fingering weight? It is a fingering weight. See, garter yarn. stitch and fingering weight is not going to be Cling and look. clingy. Okay. It's not at all because it's going to be knit so loose. If I recall correctly, it's knit loosely. I think it pattern. is too. Right. But the so. sweaters look so fitted on everybody. The end, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's knit pretty much a tunic length, but not everybody has knit it to a tunic length. Right. I just I just don't think the fabric is going to be tight, okay. I guess, okay. tight fitting. I mean, it might hug you, but it's not going to be tight because garter stitch is so stretchy. <laughs> okay, so then this is specifically what I want, I want to avoid. You know how where your leggings end? They squeeze you, and then you have a little bit of extra that hangs over the top. I don't want to be able to see that through my tunic. That's what I'm trying to avoid right there, muffin top. Yeah. So those are the things I've been stocking, and I'm super excited about it because I just really, really want to cast on for a sweater right now. And I've been analysis paralysis. It's been (laughs) either boxy or button and boxy or toujours by by Hohe, and then it went to the tunics, and you know I've been kind of going a little bit bonkers. So that's what I was talking. Yeah, it's funny how we are kind of have gone through the same feelings because, well, I should talk about it when I get to what I have finished. But when I finished Boxy, I couldn't decide what to start next. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
But what am I knitting? I'll tell you guys what I'm knitting yep. first. I am still working on the afternoon tea shawl, which is a lovely semicircular shawl that I am knitting in Spud and Chloe Fine. I love the yarn, love the shawl. I've only knit a couple rows on it right now. It's a project that I'm keeping at work and I'm working on at work and I just haven't spent that much time on it. So it's, it's had, had a couple of rows. It, I've it's grown by a couple more rows is what I'm trying to say. Not a lot, but I am into the second skein of yarn and it is only two skeins of yarn. So I think I'm about halfway there if I use the almost complete second skein. So maybe, oh, wow. okay. maybe a little more than halfway there. Nice. And let's see, the second thing is another shawl. It's also something that you've heard about before, another Lisa Much pattern, the Askew shawl. Actually, it's in my hands right now because it's a great pattern for knitting while chatting. Social knitting. <laughs> yes. So as I mentioned before, I think this might become my podcast knitting for a while until I finish it. But I weighed my yarn and I am more than halfway through or halfway through this gigantic skein. Excellent. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure how large I'm going to make it. I'm not even sure if I have reached the point where I'm supposed to stop. I haven't counted stitches. I think what I'm just going to do is knit until I think it's big enough. <laughs> that works. So that's the Askew Shawl by Lisa Much. The And I'm going to interrupt you to mm -hmm. see, how is that pattern? I've not... So I purchased one of her patterns, but I mm -hmm. haven't knit from it. So. Oh, this one is great. Awesome. Completely easy to follow. No problems. For this particular shawl, you have to know how to knit, purl, increase a couple. There are a couple different kinds of increases, the make ones and the knit front and back. Purling. It's a good this one would actually be a good beginner shawl. There's no lace involved. It's just um, straight stitching, and you just have to keep track of which section is in garter stitch, which section is in stockinette, and where your increases occur. Awesome. Um, it's very nice. I'm enjoying this knit a lot. Good. The third thing that I have on the needles is another Lisa Much pattern. This is <laughs> <laughs> She's our designer of the episode, I guess. Um, Alto Stratus. It's a top-down garter stitch sweater. So when you were talking about garter stitch on big needles, that, right. that's how come I said it is so stretchy because the sweater that I'm knitting is knit in fingering weight yarn, and I think I'm knitting it on sevens or eights. Wow. I don't remember which. I, I might be knitting it on sevens, I believe. Wow, fingering weight on sevens. It's very loose. The gauge for this particular pattern is four stitches to the inch. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's it's With holy. It's yeah, lacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. So I am, I am knitting that in the abstract fiber colorway called, I think it's Lady Macbeth. And it's reds and blacks, and it looks like it should have a vampiric name of some sort. Ah. <laughs> Lestat. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about the Alto Stratus is it's a top-down garter stitch, but it also has some shaping points on the sides and on the sleeves. So I've most of my sweaters that I knit top-down, they end up 
just being straight regular sweaters and now all of a sudden this one and then the low tide cardigan have the points bias yeah uh, yeah sections that kind of bias and have the points so well, i guess you did too you knit that not that or you yeah knit that's that true too so but ago. that one wasn't knit the same that this these ones are both knit with the extra stitches put in and to create yeah, biasing. It's interesting. So now I'm going to have two new sweater shapes that I've never tried before. Awesome. Which is kind of fun. That is fun. Let's see. Oh, the other thing about the Altostratus is there's no shaping to it. No, like, waist shaping kind of thing. It's just straight down. It, you knit it relatively snug fit. And the garter stitch just stretches where it needs to. <laughs> so oh, wow. it will be shaped. And there's minimal purling. So for people who dislike purling for one reason or another, the sweater might be a good option for them. And the yarn that I'm using, it's highly variegated. And it's been in my stash for a long time. Hadn't really been able to find a use for it. And I think it's working out. I think garter stitch works good with highly variegated yarns if yeah, you're trying agree, to make, make right. a garment. So I'm very happy with that. That's terrific. So yeah. you're deep stash diving at sea. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm neither here nor there, but I keep adding to it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the nature yeah. of knitting? And then the fourth thing I have just cast on is an Amy Herzog sweater. You've heard us talk a little bit about the custom fit software that Amy is it, talking about introducing in the fall and if you look on Amy's blog you can see where she talks a little bit about it but basically in short it's for users to go to use this online software and generate their own pattern based on their own swatch and their own personal body measurements so Gail and I had a measuring session we did each other's measurements I have a gigantic swatch, which I should pull out and show you, Gail, because my swatch just keeps get, getting bigger and bigger because I initially swatched in stockinette. And then once we got closer to our cast on date, I started playing with the ribbing. Oh. And I was, so I just added that on to the swatch. And my swatch now is a couple feet long. <laughs> See, I ripped my swatch because <laughs> oh, I'm going to need the yarn. I probably will need the yarn too, but it's, I keep adding to it. So. <laughs> I think I'm done with it now, but it'll be the last bit that I use if I need it. So I'm very happy so far with it. I was, and that's a new-to-you yarn, right? It's a new-to-me yarn. It's shepherd's wool in the posy? No. Pansy. No, pansy. <laughs> pansy colorway, which is, they list it on their website as purple. I think it's a purple blue, a purple indigo an indigo slash purple. Very, very dark. Very, very nice. And I am doing a bit of a ribbing with a twist for the bottom. And all I've cast on so far is the back. So not too far along on that. And you'll be hearing more about that in the future. So that's it for me. What are you knitting? Okay, in my hands right now, I am knitting a pattern of my own design because they are just striped fingerless mitts. There is really nothing to them besides <laughs> knitting round and round and round. And I'm using a skein of yarn that I won on the Knit Girls podcast. They were having a drawing for Inspiration Dye Works self-striping yarn. And Laura of Inspiration Dye Works basically said, I will custom dye 
a skein of yarn for whoever wins. So she contacted me and said, what colors do you like? She makes three color yarn, so even stripes in the three colors. I gave her four colors to choose from, and it's gorgeous. It's <laughs> it is. Like it's really pretty. the perfect turquoise blue for me. I have, this is like the color of my 5200K sweater, by the yeah. way. A really bright, beautiful purple and gray. So gray is my neutral, and I have, I don't know, four inches of the first mitt started. And I know that these will basically just be a long-term project that I don't have to think about. I just knit right. round and round. And I'm actually using the Magic Loop method to do I it. I noticed that which, when you yeah, showed it to, to me. me. <laughs> yeah, I've not done this before except for in a project I just recently finished, which I'll talk about when we get to FOs. And I'm really enjoying it. You so, are. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't think I'd ever really become a fan of Magic Loop because I thought it would be too fiddly, but I guess I've either improved since I last tried it or my tolerance has improved or I don't know. Magic what. Loop is probably my least favorite method for knitting in the round. See, you're so used to double points though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I would have said I was too, but this seems so much faster to me. I only have to fiddle twice instead of fiddling three yeah. times with three double-pointed needles okay. working in the round. So that's the first thing I'm knitting. And again, the yarn is lovely. If you've not yet tried Inspiration Dye Works, she's an indie dyer on Etsy. Highly recommend it. The yarn is super soft. And again, the colors are just amazing. The next thing I'm working on is the Easy Folded Poncho. I finally did cast that on. It's a for purchase pattern on Ravelry by Church Mouse Yarns and Tea. And I'm knitting mine with my Misty Alpaca Pima Cotton Silk DK. And it's pretty much the vivacious color for the <laughs> fall, colors of fall knit along. And it's knit in stockinette. It's basically a gigantic rectangle that you seam in one area to make it a poncho. And then you can pick up and add a cowl, which I will do. I definitely want the cowl neck on it. And I'm modifying it by doing every fourth row in Knit One Pearl One instead of all stockinette because the version we saw that we fell in love with at Stitches last year had some kind of texture to the fabric. Neither of us could remember exactly how she did it, and I searched all the FOs and couldn't find it. So I just kind of made my own little texture pattern, mm -hmm. and I'm really happy with it so far. Good. So I'm cruising along on that one. I'm not, I haven't knit on it that much. I have, I don't know four or five inches probably of it knit, maybe a little more. And I had thought by the time I spoke on the podcast that I would have cast it on for my Amy Herzog custom fit pattern, but I haven't cast on yet. So even though I wrote it down, I'm cheating because I'm not actually <laughs> knitting it yet. So I will be knitting that for sure, hopefully, hopefully by this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. So it's because we're beta testers for the software, we're helping basically test the engine that produces the patterns. So we're making sure that our measurement numbers match up with the numbers in the pattern so that we get a sweater that fits us properly. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of intelligence in the software itself that is not intuitive for some people. So sometimes it gives a number and you want to contact Amy and say, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> and she's been super, super fabulous about, oh, well, that's because it takes into account if you have negative ease, you're going to have the sweater's going to ride up. So you need extra length. It's like, oh, that's true. I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that kind of intelligence in the program. And Charlene and I just had our kickoff meetings with her. Charlene did it last Saturday and I did it on Monday. 
So we've spent the last four or five days basically troubleshooting the pattern numbers in order to cast on. And Amy's doing one more review of my pattern before I cast on. And Charlene, you just had that final right yesterday. So. Right. And I ended up changing some numbers as well, regenerating another pattern, and then came home and cast on after I figured out some ribbing issues and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> some of the things that the the software does not do yet, we are doing on our own. So it just takes a little bit of tweaking. But yeah. when it's released, it will do all of these things for you. I believe, you. Yeah. 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 Which is so why we're beta testers. It's it's a huge undertaking. Yeah, I can't believe, <laughs> I cannot imagine I don't how know. much work <laughs> yes. is going into this. Not to mention either. that Amy, one, also has a separate day job, and two, is a mother and wife, and three, goes away for several weekends to teach classes. I don't yeah. know how she's doing it all. I would yeah. be going, I would be pulling my hair out. <laughs> so anyways, hats off to you, Amy. And that's what I'm knitting. So okay. I'm not knitting that much. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> what have you finished since the last recording? What have I finished? Well, you've heard me mention the boxy, and that is my big, big finish. And it I'm is so reaching over pretty. And holding it now because it feels so good. I am just in love with this sweater. I'm in love with the fabric. I am in love with the way it fits. I really have no idea if it looks that attractive on me, but it feels really good. I would not call this a form-fitting sexy sweater well, in no, any way, it's shape, not or form. In it that is, way. No. But it's fashionable it's and comfortable. Yes. I believe that the sweater is attractive. I I've totally seen agree. it on several people and I've seen you wear yours and it looks great. It really does. I love it. So, you know, kudos to Hohe for coming up with a such a comfortable sweater and that sweater that looks really nice. And I have seen sweaters like this for sale in the stores. I've seen Well, someone somebody, posted it in our thread. That, somebody yeah. posted a picture of a boxy top. I think it was in a Garnet Hill catalog. Yep. And then I know I have seen women wearing this silhouette. So I believe that this is something that's right on for fall. For, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. On trend. Don't you yes, feel stylish exactly. when we're I on do. trend? It's I so do. Crazy. And then I knit it for the knit along. So it's in carafe. My color is William Morris and it's carafe with a little bit of emerald in it. So it's I'm on trend for colors you really too. Are. Yeah. So I better enjoy that because that may never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the dramatic hand move she did with that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> because it doesn't happen very often. So modifications I did. I did make mine a little bit smaller than the original pattern called for i believe the original pattern i want to say is it 60 i don't remember i can't remember it's very large no it's not quite that large but it's big it's big yeah. i should i should look that up before i 60 seems too big but yes I don't it remember. does She's but i did <laughs> i did modify it to make it a little bit smaller the i do know that the original pattern called for in my size called for four skeins of tosh merino light and i knit mine using only three skeins so mine was 
almost the full three skeins out of the 100 gram skeins i had 29 left 29 grams left so i cut it really close and that was just a guess on my part too i wasn't really sure you know how much to take off i didn't i didn't weigh my swatch and do all the magical math calculation Let's see. Body? No, it is 60. Body, the smallest size for the boxy body circumference is 64 inches. Wow, that's big. Yeah. So okay. I actually, I was going to measure mine and I haven't yet, but I did chop off, chop off. I cast <laughs> on fewer stitches. I knit mine in pieces and I did cast on fewer stitches. So And it fits her really well. It looks really, really good. It fits good. well. I'm very happy with it. We don't have pictures of that yet, do we? No, oh, I need to take before some. We leave, or before I leave, rather. <laughs> And then after I finished that, I was faced with the analysis paralysis that Gail I love that, Meg. spoke I of. love it. <laughs> and usually when that happens is when I start whipping out the hats. So true to form, I have three hats that I have completed. Two of them are the Brattleboro hats, which were originally published, I want to say, in Interweave? Uh, New England Knits. And New I England think knits? Oh, that okay. hat and then that was in Interweave. Because in right. that's where I got it from. Because I have the issue of Interweave that published an, a book excerpt. excerpt. Right. And that was the pattern. And they that was the pattern the that they picked. So I've knit two of those. Both of them are modified, though. And let me see. The first one, the pattern is has a little button flap. I decided that I wanted the button flap to be non-functioning. So I knit a flap. But it's actually, you can't, you can't, you, you lift can't it down. It, it doesn't, it yeah, way. it doesn't have buttonholes and it, it's non-functioning. But I put the buttons on because I think they were very cute. And I, I just, I adore this hat. It's very, very cute. Very, yeah. very cute. I knit that, I think, two years ago for a charity hat. And I really, it was a yeah. fun thing to knit. It's a fun yeah. pattern to knit. And this one is going to be one of my charity hats too. And then... I knit a second one, and for the second one, I decided I just left off the little button flap because I thought this way, it's a dark purple, and I thought this way it could be more masculine. This yeah, could yeah, be I agree. a man hat. It is totally, so. <laughs> yeah, it could be a man hat. I agree. But this one's, this one's a, a, a woman hat. It's in pink, too. So it's yes. definitely girly. And it's got the little flower buttons. So. Yeah, it's cute. And then the third one, this one has a funny story. I just... I was playing around with methods to get that kind of ruching and I ended up not doing a whole side ruching, just doing a little tab on one side so it's on the front, so it's almost like a little turban. Oh, like a turban, yeah. A little that's turban cute. front. This is the hat that I cast on when I was trapped in the yarn star. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And if you saw my blog post on it, you may already know what I'm talking about. But one day I was working in the yarn store. Couple customers were in there. FedEx guy comes in to deliver magazines when fedex guy goes to leave he asks um does your door stick well no it doesn't so of course i go over there thinking i'm just going to open the door what's this guy talking about and the door did not open you lifted the latch for the handle and nothing oh my gosh nothing so long story short everything was fine we got out how long eventually were you stuck in there, though? 
I think it was close to an hour that the door. Oh my gosh. We couldn't get the door open, but we're we're on the first floor. There was a big window. The FedEx guy eventually went out the window because he has a schedule to keep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that guy, he could not stand still. He could not stand still. He kept asking, well, do you have a this or do you have a that? Because he thought that he was somehow going to be able to take the door off the hinge. You know, we didn't have whatever it was he was asking for. Right. But eventually somebody on the outside had to help us and we had to call a locksmith, et cetera, et cetera. But trapped in a yarn store, good or bad. (laughs) Crazy. You know, I was fine with it. The customers that were there with me were fine with it. There was one woman whose husband was on the outside and we thought eventually she was going to go out the window. (laughs) But at that point, the door was almost off and she just waited. So everything was fine. And I think I got a good portion of the hat started there. So I didn't have a pattern. That was the point of me telling this story. So So are you going to call it the lockdown hat? I guess I could, huh? Totally. Yeah. It's, Basic, basic hat. I used the same four-point decrease that I had been using on the Battle Boral hat. So It's cute. That is that. I have three hats to show for my analysis paralysis. <laughs> and I've been suffering from it, too. And again, I've been not just analysis paralysis, but also cast on limbo. So I cast on some small projects that were super-duper fun. Two brand-new-to-me patterns. The first one dance all night slouch socks it is a one dollar and 99 cent ravelry download by erica Chakovsky, who is fiddle knits on ravelry and they are 80s slouch socks to the max man <laughs> they are <laughs> they're super cute they're knit in worsted weight yarn so they knit up in a flash they are top down heel flap socks so if you're familiar with sock construction that's the style of the sock they're super fast even though i think the leg was eight or nine inches from the cast on but i did the entire leg in two hours maybe it you know you don't have that many stitches on the needle and because it's worsted weight i was able to knit them on my short circular addy lace that makes it fast yeah so there was no fiddling it just was round and round and round and round and there's enough of a pattern to it that it wasn't boring it's not just straight up stockinette so really fun i know that i will wear them frequently (laughs) provided of course that because they're worsted weight they're how would you describe it you can see my toenails they're pretty through through the you know when you put your toes in that stretches the knitting at the front i'm hoping that with blocking it will help that or maybe once you wash them in the yarn kind of blooms blooms a little bit yeah, yeah i'm hoping that that's true otherwise i'll just reinforce the toe a little bit but again, fun pattern, really fast. Second fast, lightning fast thing I knit are the Seamless Salomas Slippers, which is a free Ravelry download by Megan Williams of the Stockinet Zombies. And this used a half skein of worsted weight yarn. Oh, you I made used, a pair of those? I did. I, I used my candy skein Yummy those. Worsted in the Brain Freeze colorway. And these are, see, like the name implies, seamless slippers you cast on using judy's magic cast on you do three inches of ribbing in the round and then you start the decreases 
And when you're finished, you have this little thing that fits in the palm of your hand and you look at it and think, there's no way that's going to fit on my foot. These women are crazy, but it does. It's amazing. They completely stretch out. That ribbon goes all the way around your foot. And as long as you put it on correctly, I was trying to put it on backwards and <laughs> wondering why it wouldn't work. Then I looked at the picture and thought, oh, that's why it didn't work. They work perfectly. So did you knit them on double points or what? Um, I think... Because I was looking at the pattern and she didn't specify what kind of, or I couldn't figure out whether they were knit straight back and forth or in the round. They, those were Magic Loop, and that's why I have oh, discovered those were Magic, Magic Loop. Loop. Yeah, oh, that's okay. why. Oh, um, because okay. Judy's Magic Cast On. Oh, it's a Magic, it's a Magic Loop. Loop Cast On. Oh, okay, got it. I didn't probably look called at that. her Magic Loop Cast On. I don't remember the go. exact terminology. Okay. However. It is Magic Loop method. So you don't have to do it that way. that's why you're in Magic Loop mode. Exactly. <laughs> so great pattern. It was really fun. And those things knit up lightning fast. I mean, I think I, within, it was less than two evenings of knitting because I knit one one day and mm-hmm. kind of played around and then kind of knit some and then didn't. And they were done really, really quickly. I definitely remember seeing slippers like that at craft fairs and craft meets when I was a kid and some of them were crocheted yeah I'm not surprised they look like they should be almost but you know half a skein of yarn these are going to be great Christmas presents so I'm pretty excited about that the third thing I finished was the oak trail hat which I knit one of these back in March as a gift it's from botanical knits so it's by Alana Dacos and I knit mine in DK twist by Madeline Tosh in the fragrant colorway Yes, that is the same yarn base and color I used to knit the one in March. (laughs) I knit it as a gift, and when I put it on my head, my husband and my son both said, that's the prettiest hat you've ever knit. You should keep that for yourself. But it had to go to a gift as a gift because the recipient's birthday was coming up. So I knit one for myself, and I really love it. It's a cloche style hat. It is the most comfortable hat I've ever knit. So did you get your hat out of the same skein? I actually had two different skeins, so I used the second skein, being worried I wouldn't have enough uh-huh. of the first half. But Did you weigh it? I did. And the second it, time I weighed it. Is it? Just under half a skein is what I used. Oh, so you could get I could have, yeah. I was. I hadn't skein. weighed the skein the first right, half, right, so I wasn't right. 100% sure I could get it. But just for future reference, yeah, then you yes. can make two hats from one skein. So, hey, you Bonus. could probably, because I can knit DK twist, even though it's DK, I can knit it as a worsted weight. Mm-hmm. So you could get a, a set of the Saloma slippers and an oak trail <laughs> hat out of one skein of yarn. How cool is hey, that? Hey, awesome. I know. <laughs> The next thing I finished were my Nas Key leg warmers, which I was knitting when we recorded last time. They're so cute. I love <laughs> them. They also are in DK Twist by Madeline Tosh. These ones are in the Tidal Basin colorway, which is a beautiful teal. And I did knit mine to a couple inches over the knee. The pattern does recommend that you, let me back up. Those are by Monica Sierna, is the designer, and they're from Knitty. So it's a free download. And in the pattern, Monica does say you might want to hold elastic thread while you knit the upper cuff to keep it tighter on your leg, or you can add elastic thread after. And I didn't have any on hand, so I didn't 
hold it while I was knitting, but I will add it because they do slip down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they're super cute. I love them. They were cute. I'm hoping that Charlene will knit some now that she's seen them in action. I wore them when we went out to hang out with Kim on Sunday. It was just cold enough when we <laughs> left that that was appropriate leg wear. Yes. And I finished my Julissa, which is the pattern by Vanessa Smith that I knit. It was the first thing I planned to knit for our Colors of Fall Knit Along. Vanessa Smith is the designer. It's the pullover sweater. I chose the boat neck. She also has a scoop neck version. It has a beautiful lace and cable panel down the center front of the sweater and beautiful cables down the center of the sleeves. Super fast knit. I used 750 yards, so not even that much yarn. Hmm. I knit it really quickly because I was expecting to cast on for Amy's test knit, and I really wanted to get the knit-along sweater done. (laughs) Well, I didn't need to rush so much, but it was still fast knit because it's in worsted weight yarn. I knit mine with Western Sky Knits Magnolia Worsted in the Forest Night colorway, and I've been telling you for months that that's one of Kim's colors. I was wrong. Western Sky Knits is the combination of Kim in Montana and Heather in Texas, and Heather is the one who dyed Forest Night. So sorry about that, Heather. I was giving credit to Kim instead, but it's a beautiful color. It's a deep, deep, deep green with pops of emerald in it, and it's just beautiful. It's really lovely. Yeah. I'm really really happy that I stepped out of my color zone and went with a dark green (laughs) because I'm really happy with it. Yeah. It looks really good on you. You should wear more greens. I think so too. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at more greens in the future as possible colors for different items. You know, I'm no longer afraid to do it as a sweater and, oh, I can only knit a hat because I would never wear a green sweater. Well, I can. Yeah. My mother-in-law would be so happy. (laughs) (laughs) So I've finished quite a few things in the last two weeks. I love them all. I was happy with all five patterns, happy with all different yarns. And cool enough, I pinged the designers of both the boxy sweater that Charlene did for the knit along and the Julissa that I did and the aniron, which I'm going to cast on, all three of them have very generously agreed to donate a, a pattern to winners for our fall color, or colors of fall knit along. So I'm super excited. So that means Hohi Locatelli, Vanessa Smith, and Louise O'Neill. All three of them are donating awesome. a pattern for a prize. And I also contacted the three yarn makers, and two of them are donating yarn for prizes. So you've heard me announce before for our knit along that we were going to have one skein of DK weight from Kim of Western Sky Knits. You're never going to believe this. (laughs) When she walked out to meet us on Sunday, I knew she was bringing me two skeins of yarn, and Charlene thought she was getting three skeins of yarn. Kim walked out with a gigantic white garbage bag full of yarn. (laughs) So that's why Charlene ended up with two sweater quantities. (laughs) I ended up with three skeins of Polworth Silk DK, which is seven, no, 85% Polworth, 15% Silk. I got mine in a gorgeous teal colorway. And Mm -hmm. Kim also brought a pink colorway that had yet to be named. And she said, okay, Gail, you told me just to pick a color for you. So you can, you know, whichever color you want. And I said, oh, I really want both, but I'm going to be good and only take the teal. And she said, take the other three skeins as a giveaway for the (laughs) knit along. I was like, no way, are you serious? So three gorgeous skeins. They are tonal pinks 
And she didn't have a name yet, so we're calling it Vivacious. <laughs> That's going to be her colorway name. Yeah. And they are DK weight, 330 yards per skein. Three of them. It's so all it's, worth silk. Yeah, just under a thousand yards of yarn. Yeah. So that's a sweater quantity we have for many really people. Nice, lovely prizes. Yes, up seriously <laughs> lovely. So three skeins again, Polworth Silk DK in the Vivacious colorway from Kim. Blue Moon Fiber Arts, I'm going to use their BFL Sport to knit my iron tunic. And they donated a skein of socks that rock medium weight i believe in the bleeding hearts colorway along with a gorgeous mm. sock pattern so that's another prize and we've had two more wonderful listeners donate prizes since we last podcast so three people listeners have donated michelle who is eviston michelle is donating one skein of grant creek yarns cushy merino Vicky, who is Vix Knits on Ravelry, is donating two skeins of Fiber Company Tundra in the mink colorway, which she said it's very close to carafe, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly the base and quantity of yarn needed to knit the, oh, I just forgot the name of the pattern. It's the Infinity Cowl in the Botanical Knits book. Entangled, no, it's not Entangled Vines, that's your sweater. I'm sorry, I don't remember the pattern name, but that is the amount and base you need if you wanted to knit that cowl. Charlene's looking it up for us yeah, right now. Yeah, I'll try to find it. And Kathy, who is Cat Says Knit, is donating two skeins of unique sheep fingering weight yarn, two different colors. There is the Verb, Verve, sorry, V-E-R-V-E, -E, base in American Beauty, which she said is a beautiful red. And there is Sushi Sock in the Cafe Marco colorway. So, you guys, we have nine prizes, five of which are yarn, four of which, well, three of which are single patterns, and we have the Botanical Knits ebook to give away. So, nine prizes, fabulous prizes. So, I'm super excited. If you haven't joined the Knit Along yet, please do. And let me say, the Knit Along thread has been hopping. <laughs> like, crazy amount of chatter in really the thread. Really fun. It's been really fun. Super fun. Yeah. So if you are a chatter, a chatter-er, thank you. If not, please don't be intimidated. Please don't hesitate to just pop in, say what you're knitting, you know, browse through the, the chats if you want to, but please don't be put off by the sheer number. Just come over and say hi yeah. and let us know what you're knitting. Be, it's it's super not fun. the kind of conversation where you have to go back and read everything no, not to all. contribute or participate. You can just jump in anytime. There are a lot of people that even comment, I can't go back and read the 200 plus messages that I happened yeah. while I was gone, but you know, <laughs> here's my participation. Yeah. Of chatter. So it's, it's great. Keep, keep the chat coming. We love it, but I just yeah, don't be want to emphasize, please. don't be intimidated and don't feel like you have to catch up. Because and if I were you, I wouldn't be able exactly. to catch up either. If I hadn't been keeping up with it all right. along, I would right. be intimidated right. as well. So that pattern is called the Twin Leaf Twin Loop. Leaf Loop. Thank you. That's the cowl in the Botanical Knits book that is knit with two skeins of Fiber Company Tundra, which is what Vicky is donating as a prize. Nice. Very nice. What else was I going to say? There's a shortcut. If you are looking at our knit along thread and you only want to see the posts that have pictures in them, oh, yeah. when you click on the link to open the thread, 
under the link title in the upper left-hand corner, there are a couple, I'm gonna open Ravelry right now so I say this correctly. Hold on for just a moment, please. Okay, so when you click on, sorry, my internet connection is slow. I just clicked on our Yarniax group. I'm gonna scroll down and click on the Colors of Fall chat thread. Now in the upper left-hand corner, it says Colors of Fall. Right underneath that, it says the number of posts. Then there's a little like Polaroid icon and it says 204 images. If you click on the number that's underlined, it will show you only the posts that have pictures. So that's a really easy way to just browse through and see projects instead of reading all the chatter, if that's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So definitely use that shortcut if you want, it's pretty convenient. And then in the finished objects thread, I just wanna remind everybody if you're posting pictures in the finished objects thread, we want to see a styled photo. Yep. That means a photo of your knitted object with an outfit. It could be styled with you wearing all the pieces. You could lay out the pieces and take a picture flat. Just some way that you'll show us how you're going to incorporate it into a fall look. There have been a couple pictures, styled pictures, that have been really fabulous. So it's, it's, it's also the, fun to look at. The brick house cowl was it a cowl or a scarf or a shawl now i can't remember shawl. she styled shawl. it with a great orange winter coat oh, and she was yes. standing next to a brick house yeah <laughs> that was perfect. awesome that was great it's it's going to be really fun to look at everybody's photos mm -hmm. and that's a no chat thread too so just a reminder if we delete your post i know it it's hard to do that, and I have a hard time yeah, doing that. Yeah, we don't that. like we, deleting posts. We don't like deleting posts, and it's so wonderful that you guys want to give love to everybody's projects. We appreciate that. Everybody loves sharing the faves, so just go to their project and click give them a heart. Or click the love button <laughs> under click their the post, love button. all yeah. of the above, yeah. but please do limit. If you chat in the FO thread, we will delete it before we do the prize drawings in September. So again, it goes through September 22nd. We will delete those so that when we do the random number generator, we get the right number. That's just correct easier enter, for right? us because you see how chatty we can be. Yes, and sometimes <laughs> I'm in a no chat thread and I forget. And start I do too. I do too. We all do it. So and. We've been asked the question of, can I enter more than one item into the knit along? We're asking that you limit your entries to one post in the FO thread. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is enter an object or an item into that thread. And then if you knit more than one thing, add it to that same posting. So basically click the edit link at the bottom of your post, copy and paste in your new object or finished mm -hmm. finished object rather and then save it again so basically you just in keep increasing the number of items in that one post so yeah. everybody gets one post but you can add as many items to it as you want so there isn't really extra incentive to knit more because you still only have one post in the drawing right. but it's just really cool but to it's see. fun to show yeah, everybody exactly. if you're knitting something in the colors anyway and a lot of people are it's funny it's mm -hmm. there have been a lot of people who have said oh i didn't think that I had anything in my stash that would qualify as those colors, but yeah. oh my gosh, I really do. Well, you know, the the yarn industry, just like the apparel industry, or well, the whole textile industry, 
they all look to the same colors that are coming. They all plan the same. And so the yarns that are in the stores should be yarns that are part of the upcoming palettes. But so. how many of us have yarn in stash that we've had for well, a Well, that's true, time. too. A lot yeah. of people are pulling yarn out of stash, so that's cool. But it's also because it's a very large palette. There's, yeah. what, 10 colors, 12 colors on there? Something like that, yeah. right? And so, that's another question we've had, too, related to the colors. Specifically, do I have to use a color that is 100% brick or 100% vivacious? No, as long as there's some of... One of the colors in your yarn, if it's variegated or if it's tonal, mm -hmm. as long as you have a splash of that color in there, it qualifies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're trying to be inclusive, yeah. not exclusive. Well, that's true mm -hmm. about all of our knit-alongs so far. We've had a pretty wide open it has been, set of knit-alongs. Yeah. You know, we don't want to exclude anyone right. because they don't like the particular right. <laughs> pattern or particular whatever. So. Right, right. And, you know, this color one has just really sparked everybody's interest and imagination it's fun so it's, it's so really fun. fun it's really fun so it might be something that we have to consider doing again in the future yeah it could be like next year's spring i know i'm really curious yeah. to see what the spring colors for 2014 will be yeah. yeah because it was fun we have some australian people hello right. who are <laughs> listeners and they some of them are using the pantone spring 2013 colors right. because they of course are opposite of the north american seasons so that's cool too yes very cool yeah okay All well right. i think it's going to be a shorter episode today and anything else i think that's it okay well thank you so much as always for listening we really appreciate it and thank you so much to the few of you who gave us Awesome donations yes, over the, thank you very yes I haven't much. asked to use to mention you on the podcast so I don't want to do that and you know make anyone uncomfortable but thank you very very much it's very much appreciated we do appreciate that and we just want you to know that yep thank you so much and thanks for listening have a great two weeks we'll talk to you soon we'll talk to you soon and happy knitting bye bye you can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits. <laughs>